Welcome to another episode of Botox and Burpees. I'm Dr. Sam Ree, plastic surgeon and CrossFit coach, host of this podcast where we talk about plastic surgery, CrossFit, and everything in between. You can find more information at our website, BotoxandBurpees.com, and make sure to like and subscribe wherever you listen to our podcast. Today's episode is again with David Syertson, owner and coach at My Box CrossFit Bison in Midland Park, New Jersey. We talk about supplemental and online programming for CrossFit, such as CompTrain, Invictus, Misfit, and Dave's own program, Next Level. If you are already paying for your gym membership and working out, what is the benefit of paying for additional programming? We delve into supplemental programs as well as discuss Dave's program, Next Level. And now the next topic we're going to talk about, it's growing in popularity, especially I think with this year's pandemic, are online or supplemental programming. There's Mm -hmm. a lot of programs out there. They've been around for a while too, Mm -hmm. like Invictus, Misfit, CompTrain. You have your own, uh, Next Level. Mm -hmm. Even people who were CrossFit HQ staffers like James Hobart, they do Ham Plan now. I know you have your own training program. You've taken other people's training programs. Let's talk a little bit about these programs. So a lot of this can fall into a macro level picture of group programming and individual programming. Individualized custom slash group, right? Our our CrossFit Bison programming is for a group of people. You come in here, you do the WOD, no matter what it is. No matter what you're good at, no matter what you're bad at, you're doing that class WOD, right? The individual approach, the custom approach is really for you individually. It's not meant for the masses. It's, hey, this is what you want goal-wise. This is what you're good at. This is what you're bad at. We're going to take all that information and we're going to create a program. And I'm actually taking a course right now, the OPEC CCP course. It's four months long and it's probably about seven to 10 hours a week of work. And it's that whole class centers around online coaching slash more, I would say, individualized coaching. And that whole the OPEX experience is what they call it is really they're against group pro- programming that is for a, a group of people. Really? Because they think that why could you have a former Division One athlete in here? Why would they be doing the same programming as someone that's never seen the gym before? Or safety. If someone can't squat, why are they squatting? If someone can deadlift 600 pounds and has a huge deadlifting background, a powerlifting background, why would they be doing the same bison program deadlift cycle as someone that can't touch their toes? Well, but the CrossFit philosophy is you scale to yes. meet the same stimulus for And that's all. where they fail to really address. Like, it, it, we're not all just going to CrossFit.com and doing the workout of the day. It's, the, our program is general, and then it gets specific with people. And that's the, one of the coach's jobs here is you need to be able to pivot and adjust. Like, I have someone here that can't jump for the next two months. We're doing box jumps Monday and double unders Tuesday and double unders Friday. So it's our job. And I'm, I'm not changing the workout for the gym. Absolutely not. He's going to come in here on those days. He's going to do the workout. We scale the jumping. So that's where they fail to address. And I think it's just part of like the, how they sell their technique. Because at the end of the day, if you are going to have individualized programming, and it's five days a week, six days a week, for four or five weeks a month, 52 weeks a year, it's not gonna, it, it's gonna be more expensive than what you would pay for in a gym setting, right? Like when you pay a gym membership, you're here for the classes, the use of the equipment, the coaching, the programming, that was not made for you. But if someone's gonna sit down and program for you individually, that can take a decent chunk of time, especially if they're looking at your strengths, weaknesses, goals, limitations, 
And so that's where I think individual program, individual program it, it's more expensive than you think, right? Because there's more time that's needed for that person to do it for you. And that's where like these OPEX coaches, if you hired one, you're looking at 300 bucks a month. But it's, and that's just the program. You need to go get your own stuff. You need to go to your own gym. You need to pay that membership. So I think there's an economic factor to it, the, this whole like online programming. And I think it's really popular because at some point you do, a lot of people have this desire to be like, all right, I no longer want to suck at handstand pushups. My gym only programs it once a week and I can't get there some days. So how am I going to get better at it? So that's where you need to start throwing in your own individual custom program. Now, there are different types of programs. So for example, CompTrain, or they have a group programming, but then they also give you feedback, let's say, on your own performance right. within that group programming. And So you would call that like a template program, yeah. where it's like, hey, we're sending a bunch of people this program, mm-hmm. but you'll get feedback on your performance. Mm-hmm. That's what you're saying. Now, let me ask you this. If you're at a CrossFit box, you're paying decent chunk of yeah, money for that. it's an that. expensive gym membership. So unless you have all this crap at home or you have some other gym that you're going to go to, why would you do this? Or why would you do this in addition to what you already have? So I just think it comes down to extra work. Like, I think there are people that have desire, time, energy, effort to want to put more time into what they normally do at the gym. Like in 2017, that was the year I, ha- I started having a lot of people inquire about, hey, I love the bison programming. I'm going to keep coming here, but I want to do some extra work. I don't, I don't necessarily want to do six extra wads per week, but I want some extra work to help me get closer to my muscle-up goal, my toes-to-bar goal, my lifting, my strength, my engine. And I started just like pro, just sending like little programs out here and there. And then I'm like, all right, this is a lot of people here. It's taking a lot of time. Let's maybe turn this into something that could be a little bit more formal. Right, not like a message at 10 p.m. on Facebook. Hey, do this workout. So I started next level programming, October 2017. Probably had I want to say 15 people, different goals. Like I made everyone like write me an email. So what's the goal? What's the point of you wanting extra work? Right, and because I actually would try to talk people out of it. I remember I had someone at Bison said you just talked me out of doing it, and I was like, okay, I, I, I want to know why you want this and what are you looking to get out of it because your answer to the thing that you really want could probably just, you need to change the approach a little bit with your CrossFit programming five days a week. And, but there are some people like, no, I have a good approach here. I want this fixed. I want to work out the group. But when I'm, I have the extra hour at home or I have the extra hour on Sundays, I want to be able to come in and work on a few weaknesses. And that's where a coach, a good coach can really map out a plan for you to get better at those movements without compromising what you're doing at your normal gym program. So how have your results been with Next Level so far? Good. I've had a lot of, I want to say, since the start, I've had probably 30 to 35 people on it, some touch and go. This is my, my outlook on it. Like I said previously in a, in a different podcast, a new program is always fun and exciting. You're going to be stimulated. okay? But after that stimulation ends, it's going to be up to you to keep going with it. You only know if a program works for you if you are consistent. I'm humble enough to say that, like, I'm not, it's not my program that's going to get anyone better. It's not, okay? But I know I can help push you in the right direction. But at the end of the day, I ain't doing the work for you. I'm not showing up to the gym on a Sunday at 7 a.m. a night after you drank, right? Like, that's going to be on you. And the benefits of 
the people that I've seen actually be the ones that did all the work that was prescribed, or most, I should say, and did it for more than a few weeks. They've seen the the necessary slash wanted results, generally speaking. I have a couple people where I wish, man, like I probably should have spent a little bit more time with them on ring muscle up position work, core work, uh, stability work, so that they can catch the ring with a little bit more confidence. Yeah, and, and I'm thinking about someone more specific, but... So like, I'll look at that and be like, from that perspective, it's not a success. But then I'll look at someone else that couldn't do more than two toes of bar in a row when she started. A year later, she's doing 15. And that came from the accessory work. And that's according to her, not according to me. And I'll always deflect it because at the end of the day, she's the one that did the work. I wrote some stuff on a piece of paper. But that program, I think, from that perspective, is a success. But this is why I signed up for this course, was I wanted to get better at it. And I think there's a few things that I was missing for a while. I've always had a passion for programming, but it came from this, I just like to write cool wads that people enjoy doing. And hey, if you do them hard and you have some consistency, you'll get better, but you'll plateau. And I think a good program prevents you from plateauing. Is it the accountability that helps too? Because if you're really motivated, you could find there's no shortage of free programming out there. And And quality programs too. And if you just wanted to say, get better at your back squat, you could find a bazillion things to help you with that. Accountability, yes, but it's under the bigger picture of the relationship. Like the relationship I think is crucial. There needs to be communication. I think I've fallen a little short there with Next Level where like when there's a period I had 25 at once and I just wasn't, giving enough feedback consistently on the little days. Like on the big ones, I was usually a little bit more plugged in, but on like the Bulgarian split squat days with step-ups in between, I probably didn't give enough feedback or at least just show some, again, positive reinforcement. That's where you need to be a cheerleader sometimes. Because I signed up for a coach for the first time, like a really formal coach last November. And it did, it made me feel good if he just simply wrote back, dude, that snatch looks a lot better today. Mm -hmm. And that was it. You know, he didn't help me. But it was a positive reinforcement. And then we had a little bit of a relationship. We met via phone calls, video calls every two weeks. And there was a relationship factor there that all of a sudden you start talking about each other's kids and families. And what are you going through? Why, why was it a hard time for you to get the mobility in this week? You don't get that from a general online program or your 999 street parking membership. It's, I think the relationship is a huge part of the online coaching. I think... The first thing I think it seems like when you have these online or supplemental fitness programs is you, as an athlete, have to want to do it for a specific reason. Yeah. In your case, you wanted to pursue competitive CrossFit, and so you needed someone to help you know you with that. Yep. Some people, like you said, want to work on certain aspects of their workouts because they struggle with it yep. in their everyday Specific workouts. skills. Right, yep. and they're sick and tired of not being able to get to toes to bar and they need some additional help. Some people want to work on stuff that's related to but not necessarily specific to CrossFit. Oli, Olympic lifting or strongman work mm-hmm. or something that, that is overlapping right. with what they do within the gym. And I guess all of those things are legit for anybody what makes so what was your experience with conquer okay and what makes next level such a good plan based on compared to what we've seen so far right so uh, with, with conquer my experience with them was positive it was very positive it started in november and it ended like the month after brock was born because i just didn't have the time to there was 
three to four sessions that I can combine into two different trips to the gym per day. And once he was here, it just didn't happen. Couldn't do it. And part of the reason why I liked Conquer was like, I didn't have to think about it. Like I had a lot going on and it was just one last thing I had to do was map myself out. So I just, every day get to my phone. It's there. That's what I'm doing for today. And that's it. Not throwing in extra stuff. Trust the guys, trust the coaching, trust the program. And I would say the negative on it was I was almost always by myself. And it's, I feed off of energy of others. I can be disciplined enough to come in here most days and work out hard, but I can't tell you how many times I came in here, especially during the beginning of the pandemic when the gym was closed. I just, it just didn't feel right. Like I just, I was, I was trying to jam up the music, but I was just, there's no other energy in the room. And if I'm myself not happy, not in a good mood, short things, I don't do the extra set. I probably don't go for the weight that I was supposed to go for. And it's tough to do stuff by yourself, all right? How does that compare to next level is that's going to be something that you really need to dive into. Like I would say it should be a supplement to your normal training at a gym. I just feel like big picture, a lot of the people that are on next level, they need the classes to have the consistent energy. But the other, the skills and movements and EMOMs and energy and pacing work that we do that can be done on yourself on your own because it's not necessarily ever going to be like a max effort approach. I would say one out of 10 days, like I have three different kinds of workouts on next level. Now it's either called uh, train, it's called test or it's called compete. Every day is one of those. And I always say about 70 to 80% of your workouts are train training where you're not going for this max, like balls out, like all out effort where it helps to have other people in the room it's more about control, be cognizant of how long things take. I'm not looking for the best score. I don't really care what your capability is. I also have tests. That's just something every now and then we'll test, maybe one a week. It could be a row, it could be a workout, it could be a lift, it could be a gymnastics movement. That test is not, again, it's not for me to be impressed by your score. It's for, to give us, the athlete and the coach, a metric on what we can do with certain movements. So if I'm going to tell you how many strict handstand pushups can you do in a row, you have to know it. If you don't, you need to figure it out so that when I'm programming your strict handstand pushup EMOMs, I'm using 25 to 30% of that number. I need to know it. So that would be the purpose of a test workout. And then compete. Compete is only for the people that are really have competitive goals. It's not need to mean you're trying to go in the games. It could just be like, hey, I want to do really well in the Open this year. So that would be once every two or three weeks, I'm going to throw a score at you, a number at you that you have to try and beat. Just to give you, put your head, because a lot of competing just comes down to the mental grind of really going after it, sending it. And that's where I feel like that's uh, important just for the competitors that really have a high-end goal. And so that's where I feel like the next level approach for me is different than what Conquer was. Like I really, there was a lot of times where I didn't have the motivation by myself and I didn't really know what the approach was of the workout. Where I really like to explain what I want you to get out of this workout. And I want you to ask questions. So and like, that's where the relationship comes back in. If I was a general program that had 600 people, I can't respond to people that have questions. Mm-hmm. Like maybe someone gets lucky on a message board. Mm-hmm. But now I know that three years into this now, this is where I could do a better job. And that's where I'm really committed right now. You have four levels of it. And yeah. so what are the different levels that are involved? So the first level is, and they go, they go up in cost, right? The first level is just a, a template program. And this, is, this would be good for anyone to use. That just, hey, I work out at Bison four to five days a week. I just want some extra work to do, you know, build up some capacity here, strength there. That's a program that I send to everyone that signs up for it. So it's not really for you, but it's a program that you could probably benefit from. 
And it, I try to put in a lot of stuff that you just simply won't do in the bison programming. We throw in a lot of bike work. We throw in long conditioning work that's 60 minutes long. We throw in a lot of accessory work that you could do in the gym, but it just the logistics and equipment that we have here, we can't do it with a class. So I try, that's where, but it's general. It's not for you. It's just like general fitness, but it, it will help. But it's not necessarily aimed at getting you, know, you specifically better at that movement. The second level is, hey, I just want maybe two to three, maybe four workouts a week in addition to what I'm doing, but they are centered around me. And really, they're going to help me out. And I have this goal of getting this movement done, down pat. I want to be able to do it by next year. Let's do that. And this is my second goal. This is my third goal. Level three is just simply that same approach, but a little bit more volume. And you ha- again, you have to have the time. I think that's one thing a lot of people lose track of. That's going to take three to four hours a week, probably, of you doing work for the f- previous levels, one to two hours. And then the final level is like this all-encompassing, I'm going to program every single thing you do for you every single week. This is what you're following. There's nutritional guidance on that. There's recovery guidance on that. And it's basically just I'm, con- I'm going to be ba- basically in control of everything you do in relation to the health and fitness field. And that's, that's like the most expensive one. That's the top one. I limit how many people can do that. And those are like the four levels right now. I think that if you have very specific goals, you've been doing this a long time, level two or level three is what you would need. If you're just like, I just want some extra work. That doesn't need to be anything crazy. Let's go level one. But like on level two, level three, I have a spreadsheet made for that person. And I write down their five weaknesses. What if I don't have anything at home to be able to do these workouts with? So that's going to be part of what we communicate about is like, what can we do here at our gym or at the gym that you're at where I can start programming things for you and using the equipment? Like the the tricky part here right now at the gym is we have a cap on how many people can be in the gym at once. Mm -hmm. And it it can be distracting if there's a class working and there's someone else doing their own thing in the corner. Mm -hmm. And we do have to dance around that. We do have the open gym on Sundays where I say, hey, you should be able to get two or three sessions in on that day. I know Kathleen was here this morning. She did three of them, I believe. Mm -hmm. And if you have an hour on a Sunday, you can usually do that. Because again, we're not doing Fran. Mm -hmm. We're not doing an open workout. Mm -hmm. We're working on something that you need work on that's going to take 15 minutes, except the long conditioning pieces. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to send your central nervous system down the shitter, right? Like I'm not, we're not doing these max intense pieces. Mm -hmm. If you don't have stuff at home, Mm -hmm. we're going to have to talk about what you do have, Mm -hmm. what you can get, Mm -hmm. and then what you can do here in addition to the classes. And again, this is where the communication comes in. If it doesn't work out, it can't work out. What if I'm at Bison now and I'm an athlete and I'm like, man, I'm already paying so much to come here. And now there are going to be these like special athletes who are getting special training. They're going to be so much better, but they're paying more. And like it's a racket. And now I have to pay more to try to be as good as these guys are going to be. And and what's going on with that? That was probably when I considered doing this, started considered starting to do this 2017, that was like the biggest thing. I was like, I don't want to cause a divide in the gym, but that's where I I just expect grownups to be grownups. That's where I'm, I'm, I got to stop thinking about that, to be honest. If someone is willing to work harder and do more, what does that have to do with you? Like, why do you need to be concerned? We do have very strict rules with the athletes on Next Level. They are, not, they are second fiddle if they're here during a class, doing their own thing in the corner. And I've had a few run-ins with that where I will kick you out in a heartbeat. If you think you can come here and take over a section of the gym during a class, or you can be loud while the coach is coaching. And that, that's where I want people to know at Bison that are not on next level. I look out for them 
at, at the gym, 10 times more than I'm gonna look out for the people at next level during a class always has priority and always will. If the thought creeps into your head that, man, I'm already paying a lot and if I wanna get better, now I have to pay even more, then I'll just, I'll nod my head and probably agree with you. If you do want my time or a coach's time that you find online and you want them to put, give you attention, it, you're gonna have to pay. And I have a hard time saying that. Less hard of time than I used to. I don't feel guilty saying it, but I don't wanna come across the wrong way that I'm trying to pinch every penny out of people. But I do know like my time is worth something. Mm-hmm. And this is time that I won't be spending on my self-training. This is time I won't be spending with my family. Mm-hmm. And once I start bringing that up mm-hmm. in my head, mm-hmm. I'll charge whatever I want. Mm-hmm. And then if you want to do it, you do it. If you don't, but I'm not going to, it's not just the time I spend in front of my computer mm-hmm. doing this and responding. It's also the time I'm spending away from the people I care the most about. And I would say it works because the, the coaches that coach here are constantly giving feedback for sure to the athletes yeah. here. I don't think there's any reason for an athlete not to get better mm-hmm. just by being a member here. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I did I that's exactly what I did for mm-hmm. years and years. I'll say this, if we want to go down that path, if I'm going to rank athletes in our gym according to the open, because I don't like saying good and bad, the best people, the best athletes in the gym that have the highest capacity, the strongest lifts, they're not on next level. <laughs> so it, it, it doesn't mean that you can't get better at CrossFit if, unless you're on next level. It's not true. It's do you have the time? Do you have the energy? Do you want to put the money into it? And if you do, let's go for it. But if you don't, it's not like you're going to be left in the dark. Look around the gym. We have so many good athletes that just come here wad five days a week at home. Yeah. yeah. And like the, it's proof in the pudding that it can work. And even with that, we'll give like someone the other day asked me to write down just a little squat program for them to do on Sundays. It. I'm not charging for that. That's right. not part of the next level program. Right. It was. It didn't take long. Right. And like we're we're always going to be here helping people out from the CrossFit perspective. That's where I w- always want to make sure next level is not better than Bison. Bison's not better than next level. It's just a different genre of coaching. And I think everyone needs to accept that. If you were to look at most of the athletes here, what are the things that you think they would need to work on? to get better on average? Learning how to pace, like really knowing themselves at each movement, like how, if you have a high volume handstand push-up workout and you can't go unbroken or you shouldn't, know how many you can do without burning yourself out. Know what your pace is on a row when you're tired, know when it's medium, know when it's a, a, a max effort. Those are the things I think that gymnastics, skill lifts, we don't snatch here at Bison a lot. So if you have a competitive goal, and you come to me with next level desire, that will probably be a main focus because the snatching to me has always been tough to program in a gym because it's just, it's a cool movement, but you, there's a lot of prerequisites you should have before really going after a snatch program or snatch cycle. I mean, I'm talking like the weightlifting snatch, like the heavy snatching, not cycling a barbell. And so that's where I think that, that that's the main difference right there is I think that there's a certain things that, certain movements that people need to really be aware of where they stand and where they could be if they just make a couple changes slash just more awareness. And and I think that when you have a next level program that's aimed specifically at that, you gain that awareness, you gain the capacity, and you're just more efficient. I mean, CrossFit is so much about efficiency. Mm -hmm. You just gain so much efficiency across the board. How many athletes do you expect to be training in this program? (sighs) Uh, That's a good question. I get asked by Ash all the time. (laughs) 
Because it is, it's going to demand a lot more attention. And again, I don't want to approach that like 25 number again, by myself anyway. And I've had a couple of people ask, and I've thought about a couple of people maybe getting on board and helping out to coach it, especially if it goes, starts to really go outside of Bison. I think my number right now is 10. I wouldn't want more than 10. That's small. Yeah, because you're really looking at giving that person on average per week an hour to two hours of attention. Sometimes it'll be less. Sometimes it'll be more. That's a lot of time. Yeah. So if I'm saying if you start adding that up, 20, if you have 20, 25 people, it's, mm-hmm. yeah, I just don't know how doable that would be with my current schedule outside of Next Level. Because right. again, Next Level is an accessory right. to my life. It's not priority. Well, if you had 50 at level one, that's no problem. Right. If, and I, that's why I have caps at like that. If I had like someone that was level four I was like, and I have five of them, that would take up. A lot, of a lot of time per week. And I, what I just wouldn't have, and they would not get what they're paying for. So yes, if I had template people, volume would be my goal. My volume's not really my goal with it right now. Mm-hmm. My goal with it is, let's make sure I'm doing a good job that I can handle it before I build up volume, and you know, really put more attention on the people specifically. And even the level one, it's not like they don't get attention on it. It's mm-hmm. just that the programming was not built for them, and for them specifically. Are you using any metrics to figure out pre-post? In terms of progress? Yeah. So I do have, I have a list of tests for barbell lifts, gymnastics, and I, and I say other, because I don't know where to put wall ball and, you know, and double unders. But right. like, I have these where I want to know how many you can do in a minute, how many you can do unbroken, how many you can do in three minutes. Then I have a whole list, of, a whole spreadsheet of conditioning tests that if you're with me for a long time, you'll eventually see them. And there's a 60 minute row on there. There's a 250 meter row and everything in between. And these are pre-post metrics that, like, I'll use Kathleen as an example. She needs uh, work on power, power output on the rower. Mm-hmm. Like, she can stay at an even pace for a long time, but she, we need to get her shorter rows a little bit more, a little pow- more, like, more powerful, quicker, faster, without blowing her up. Mm-hmm. So there's a metric that I'm going to test her on next week that we'll probably retest before the open, and that will help me guide her when the rowing workout comes up in the open, if it's a power output workout, that say, this needs to be your pace. Even if you're uncomfortable, we've proven that you can do this, you can do that. But those are, there are hundreds of metrics that you can use in the sport. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to say you're gonna get tested on every single one, but the ones that I feel are most important, there will be pre-post, progress, no progress. And you know, if it doesn't work, you go back to the drawing board. I always say, a good program's gonna help, but it's not, you, there's not a program out there that you just look at and be like, hey, this is what's gonna get me to the level. You have to be able to adjust and pivot, athlete and coach. Well, it sounds interesting. I think I'm going to have to try it out. Yep. I don't think I would want level four where you're <laughs> like, no, it's every aspect of my life. That'd be a little scary. Well, it's funny. I just, in my OPEX course, we literally spent the first 30 minutes talking about bowel movements. <laughs> and he's like, if you're really going to get in deep with someone and their health and their fitness, and this class is more about health and longevity, not sport. He's, he's very specific about that. But he says they need to have, he goes into how long their poop is, what color poop there is. And if it's not, you need to go into what they're eating to change. It's funny that when I, level four would be pretty invasive. That's all, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> all right. I want to see the first person yeah, that I know. at level four. <laughs> all right. You can get every episode of Botox and Burpees wherever you listen to podcasts or go to BotoxandBurpees.com. Thanks for listening. <laughs>